<laughs> I wish I knew how to quit you. I've still never seen that movie. Still no. to this day. And I've I heard seen it. I heard it's a great movie. I heard it won all kinds of awards and shit. It's a good love story. It's yeah. Love story. Yeah. 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 It's a love story. <laughs> well, uh, I ain't seen it yet. So well, I don't know. How are, how are you, man? There's, on there's always on this broke back Wednesday. Hey, man, you know, I wanted to ask Bucky, but but I know he had to take off. So, man, I, I've been reading my farmer's almanac. This, um, the weather is about to get, like, out of control around here, dude. I think Bucky and I may have to come on at 6 a.m. on Monday because it's supposed to be, like, three degrees or, or, or wind chill factor of three degrees. Why is everybody so infatuated with the weather all of a sudden? Oh, God, God, I love it. No, it ain't me all of a sudden, dude. I love it. Uh, I mean, I think that Bucky and I should come on and do, you know, weather updates and maybe some traffic updates and all that stuff. Take care of the people. Wrap your pipes. Wrap your pets. No, <laughs> I take, take your pets inside. Did you, did you wrap your pipes? Did you cover your pipes yesterday or last night or whatnot? <laughs> Two days ago, dude. Two days did you ago. Man, I, I I don't think yeah. we have. Usually, we're pretty damn good about that. Usually, we have you know all the all the the spigots or whatnot and the hoses or whatnot all covered yeah. up or, or whatnot. Um, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I would definitely, definitely tell people. Last night. Yeah, D definitely go out and get your uh, pipe covers and all that shit because if you wait till Sunday, everybody else is going to be there. You know how things work around here. It's going to be. So are we getting a freeze? Is that the is that the deal? Yeah, it's going to be a that hard freeze. Okay. Supposed to be a hard freeze on Monday and Tuesday, I think, is is what's supposed to happen right here. So, all kinds of uh, all kinds of chaos is going Guys, to happen. When street. when I tell you I don't watch much outside of sports, I'm not lying about that. Like I really don't even know the weather. I don't pay attention to the weather. I don't pay attention to the news. Mm -hmm. um, the news that I take in is the stuff that I read from uh, overseas. Uh, I, I I read news from outside of the observations. Uh, why? Because I think we're all a little bit shitty and nuts inside of this uh, little gated community called America. So um, I don't like to get our opinions from the inside here. I like to get other people's opinions. So that's well, the kind of news that I read. And, and I think the whole thing is with, I mean, I want to warn people as we get into the weekend. I mean, we've got wild card weekend coming up. Don't go to HEB, Albertsons, wherever you're going. Don't go over there, buy all the bread. Don't buy all the water. Don't do all that. It's just going to cool off a little bit. We don't. Is that already happening? Are people already having knee-jerk reactions to go to the I store? Can, and shit? I, I'm sure. I'm sure. Don't, don't don't go buy all the gas. All the gas up. All the milk. Yeah. yeah. You're going you to go buy seven gallons of milk, and six of them are going to expire. Yeah, yeah. You don't have to. You don't have to fill up all these big old gas tanks. Um, you're going to be okay. It's just going to be a couple of days. Um, uh, Shannon checking in right there. Uh, yeah, yeah, we cover our pipes up uh, because our, our stuff is not built for that kind of cold. I mean, that's really, uh, I know the inner workings of houses around here and uh, it's not really made for that stuff. But uh, yeah, it's going to be fun. It'll be fun. So maybe we'll have weather updates from the buck and me. Yeah, but you add, you add more panic and more chaos to the whole scenario when you go and do those knee-jerk reactions and buying up the whole damn store. Uh, it's like... When when COVID was going down, you couldn't you couldn't find any damn rubbing alcohol or uh, ninety uh, you know ninety nine percent alcohol or whatnot. You know I'm sitting here trying to clean my bowl and everything, man. I can't clean my bowl if you know everybody's taking all the damn ninety nine percent you know alcohol rubbing alcohol or whatnot. I can't clean anything, man. I can't get all the resin out. 
you know, that, well, that's a joke, by the way. I was using it for healing purposes and, and you know, disinfecting purposes and whatnot. Oh, well, yeah. No, I get that. The, the funny thing is, thinking back to COVID and, and all that is, you know, and it's the reason that I would go to the store. I would go on a beer run, and the beer case was never empty. That's the oh, funny thing. They, they knew how to be able to stock that. So it was like, okay, that, that thing was never empty. But, you know, we don't need all this panic. It's just going to be a weather event. This shit's going to pass. I'm sure by the end of the week, it's going to be back in the 70s again next week. So just calm down. Just let it happen. Just let it happen. I haven't even, I, I'm not even lying. I haven't even stepped outside this morning. I don't even know what, I don't even know what the weather is yet. Oh, today's great. Today's great. And that's the funny thing about it. What the hell are we even having this conversation about, man? Well, today, today's supposed to be almost 70, but then over the weekend, while we're inside watching football, that's when all the cool stuff comes, but no precipitation. Thank you, my man, Jason. There is no precipitation. Everything is going to be fine. Everything is going to be, everything is fine, man. Welcome to Chaos Theory. Uh, we haven't done that already. We're 10 minutes into this and we haven't even given our welcoming, uh, our welcoming committee, our welcoming uh, message or anything, man, our introduction. But anyways, man, it is Chaos Theory. Uh, I'm your co-host, Adam Wagner, and my other co-host, Double R there, Rodney Rodriguez. You can find me on Twitter at Not to Fake Wags. You can find Mr. Rodriguez there at the Rodney R and then on the gram at the underscore Rodney R. I'm on the gram at the Wagner Wire and all other social media platforms. So is the double R as well. Yeah. All right, my guys, make sure you guys are hitting us up on that code of text line 512-222-9328. Smash that subscribe button like we always tell you to already. And then tell five friends like Harjo always says. Make sure you guys keep spreading the love and spreading the word, man. How about the shows? How about our sponsors? Give our love and support. Or give your love and support to our sponsors as well. That way you can help us continue this message every day for uh, from 8 a.m. till uh, 5 p.m. All right, my guy. Uh, we had some Longhorn basketball last night. Did you watch any basketball last night? I watched that entire game. It's uh, it's it's the first time talking about. That, that I've been able to watch a whole Texas game. You know, depending on what I've been doing right there. But uh, you remember we talked about that yesterday. We talked about it yesterday. And you can go to the app because I found this out. You can go to the app and watch all of the or listen to all the replays right there. That free app that you can find in your um, you know, Google Play or on the uh, Apple Store. Um, you can go in there and uh, listen to those, but we talked about how important it was going to be for Dylan DeSue to start the ball game. He did. He showed out. Man, what a rebound. What a rebound for this team. That, that, you know, that was a funny thing yesterday, Wags. I mean, we, we kept seeing a lot of stuff after the Tech game to where it's like, oh, you know, it's it's over. You know, we talked about it. The season's <laughs> lost. It's, it's, only, it's, it's only two weeks into the season and it's over. Yeah, yeah, it's like we suck. Fire the coach. All this stuff. I mean, what what a bounce back right there. I mean, I know that Cincinnati, that, that that's not a um, that, that's not a ranked team, but man, that was a legit opponent coming in on the road. And man, I got to tell you, man, it, it was it was really cool to see Texas come back. Very aggressive right there. Like we talked about, Desu had a great game, um, career game for him, and um, that's what this team needed. That's what this team needed. And uh, Azimus. You talked about him yesterday. Dude, sinks it at the end. So fucking cool to see yeah, that. Yeah, guy, I mean, he's, he's our sharpshooter, right? You know, we've, Longhorns have had, you know, a few sharpshooters throughout the, you know, throughout the uh, past couple of years. You know, Ramey and um, uh, even Carr. Like, I still say the Carr was was pretty much a damn good, he, he could pull up and hit the, the jumper off the dribble which we haven't been able to see too much of that. Usually we'd have, we'd have spot up threes. Uh, uh, you know, Jones was a fantastic 
a three-point shooter too, but we didn't ha- really have much. We didn't have really many guards that could get their shot on their own or pull up and get their own shot, right? I thought Carr was fantastic at that. Um, uh, Hunter, Hunter's fantastic too. I just love, I, I, I hate when Hunter settles around the perimeter. I, I think Hunter is more effective and can get the team more involved when he's slashing and cutting to the basket and being able to create off of that. Um, Ace, it's like he just said, you know, he's he's a sharpshooter. But, yeah, the X factor. The X factor was there last night, and that was Dylan Dessou. Man, we saw the play that we saw from Dessou, uh as he was closing out the conference championship play last year and then going into um, the NCAA tournament. So, Having him show up like that is huge. 30.6 rebounds. Uh, we still need more. Effort. I know he's everybody's fan favorite, but we still need more from Brock. Like Brock does yeah. so much that doesn't get on the stat lines, but we still need to be able, we still need him to to log some type of stats. I mean, plus, plus minus is fantastic, but, I, you know, I need some boards. I need some points. Um, the, the critical three-point uh, shots that Brock Cunningham would make last year had, just haven't, evolved yet or haven't haven't come into play yet i do believe that that they will come i just think that this team still hasn't been able to find their their full stride i think they're they're coming into stride but i don't i mean clearly they're not in full stride yet they're still working out their chemistry and working out their kings to try and find the best type of i guess the best type of offensive production that they can find night in and night out so yeah i agree wags and that's one of the things that we touched on yesterday to where you know a lot of people on rodney terry about all of this that's not the same team that he had last year i mean there are a lot of there are a lot of things a lot of missing pieces right there obviously you know with with inserting to into the starting lineup i mean that 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 made a huge difference but this is this is to where he's trying to, f- to figure out what's going to happen with this team and where where it's only going to get tougher is that you look at you know I, I mean like you said like we were just talking about right there one loss and it's like okay you know the the bottom's falling out the big 12 is the best conference in in college basketball so it's um it's only firing up right now it's only getting started but what I did like yesterday was a lot of things I liked yesterday, but the additions to the starting lineup, changing things up, trying to figure out what he's going to be able to do with this team. And I think that's what RT is going to continue to have to do because you know how the season goes. I mean, this is a mm-hmm. long season. It's going to continue to evolve. He's going to have to continue to manipulate that starting lineup and, and, and figure out who's the hot hand. And I think that's where we really get to see what kind of job Rodney Terry does with this club. Um, but if yesterday was any indication on the road, damn good start. And how do you feel about the defense last night? Well, seemed aggressive at points. Um, it, I don't know, dude. It. Um, I mean, again, forced, some, forced some pretty yeah. decent turnovers. Of course, uh, Cincinnati had some unforced turnovers too. 15, but. 15 turnovers in that ball game for Cincinnati. So, so that in and of itself, they're doing something right right there. But. I think that that's where I, I think with the league, with the Big Twelve, that's where it, it's going to be hot and cold. It's going to be hot and cold based on opposition. So yeah, we, got, we got killed on the boards last night oh, too, man. We got to do a lot better getting rebounds. Um, being, I mean, being able to 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 get the the little bunnies down the line are are super important, super effective, right? You got to hit from the charity stripe, of course, as well. But you got to mm-hmm. be able to win on the boards. If you're going to get the dominated like that on the boards night in and night out, you're probably going to lose most games. And we got lucky to survive and get out of Cincinnati despite being destroyed on the boards all night long. So, yeah. Well, I saw after the ball game, I saw a lot of people talking about it. I think in the first half, at one point, Texas led by seven, seven or eight. And it was like, well, they blew that lead. 
I mean, that, that's that's basketball. Well, that's, I mean, that's Big 12 runs, right? Like, yeah. I, I know that's kind yeah. of weird yeah. saying that because baseball is a runs game. But, yeah, basketball, you go on runs. You go on streaks in basketball. But, dude, I mean, that happens all the time. I mean, I don't care if it, in the NBA a team is down by 20, they're going to go on a 10-point run. I mean, that's just that's just the nature of the way that this happens. But, you know, 14 ties in this game, I mean, that, that was a fun basketball game to watch. You, you know, if you didn't have a rooting interest in there and you didn't want to see improvement, that, that that's the one thing I do want to go to, Wags, is that I saw improvement last night in the Texas uh, sure. basketball team. And, and it, I think it, that's what you need to see this early. It's funny when people say the fun game to watch to me because – I don't think I ever have fun when I'm watching. I know. When I'm right? watching the game live, I just I, I I can't. I don't know if I can enjoy it, and I, it's, maybe it's because I'm just I have too much emotion in, invested into it or whatnot. Um, but I sit here on the couch, or I sit back there on the couch, cussing at the damn TV for most of the night. Yeah. Um, regardless if you're playing good or not, you know, or you're playing well or not, I usually I I I find the negative stuff to talk about. Uh, yeah. That's that's my that's it. That's what I'm coded as. To do it's what i'm wired to do um if you do something right you're supposed to do it right if you do it bad i'm gonna talk about how bad you did it so mm -hmm. i don't know mm -hmm. i'm sorry i'm trying to, i'm trying to break that mold and trying to break that habit but i still find myself night in and night out sitting on that couch just survivor 46 is here and so is on fire the only official survivor podcast and we have a twist this season the winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Bitching about my, my my ball clubs and stuff like that so well and you know that that's uh we my wife and hey, i were having, having that. before before we get yeah. uh continue on are we having an athlete of the week today i said um i think i sent something I'll pull uh, it i think up i, sent, I sent you one it, it's on uh, i think i sent you something did you on instagram? instagram did you do it on instagram i did it on instagram okay. which, which if it is i can't pull that up on this computer I'll so you might have to um but uh, the other part, you know, it's funny. We were talking about that the other day because every year we have some sort of Super Bowl party. And for me, that that that's kind of the most fun game of the year because usually, I mean, my team's never in it, so I don't give a shit. I mean, I just sit there and watch a game and people are like, well, what do you think about this? And you sent me her three times. <laughs> oh, I did? I just meant to send it once. Uh, I don't know uh, <laughs> what happened right there. But, oh, yeah. Oh, oops. And by Sorry. the way, that that... Dawn Marie that I sent you, that's not the Dawn Marie wrestler, right? No. That is not no. Dawn. That is no. a gymnast. That, that, that is, is a, a gymnast. gymnast. That is a gymnast. Yeah. Um, but, like, the Super Bowl for me is fun because I'll sit there and watch ad, and it's like, okay. But, you know, a lot of times, Wags, when I'm watching, whether it be – whether it's one of my teams or just watching red zone, what, whatever the case is, and especially with a NASCAR race or whatever the case is, the Indy 500, I don't want people around. Because it's like, so what do you think of this? I'm like, and what about this? And what about this? I'm like, Please you just shut up alone. I am, <laughs> I am not here to break this down. It's like, seriously, when I'm watching shit, I write stuff down because I'm not gonna remember. But it, right, that, right, that dude, that never fails. Like during a Texas game, when when somebody tells me, hey, you want to have a Texas football game watch party? I'm like, no, I fucking don't. I want to watch a game. 
I don't need you asking me, well, what do you think about this? Yeah. yeah well, maybe we need to do that. No. And dude, that's why I feel so bad when I get when we go out to like venues and we're doing public events or whatnot and, and we're supposed to be watching the ball game and we have, you know, fans and, and friends and stuff that we're, you know, we're we're talking with and conversing yeah. with, mingling with. I feel so bad because it's it's I, I wanna talk, I wanna be, you know, social and everything, but yeah. I, I, I have to watch the game. Like I, I am so much more comfortable in my own environment when I don't have to talk to anybody and just actually watch the game like you were talking about, man. It's nothing about me, you know, trying to be impolite or anything like that. It's just I I I'm here to watch the damn that's, game. I'm not gonna exactly give you any commentary right. on it. I'll tell you all about it after the game, but let me watch the game. I can't talk about it unless I know what the hell's going down. Man, and the whole thing is, I mean, I know we always go back and rewatch things. I mean, you go back I mean, and rewatch yeah. it. Especially on the victory, right? It's a lot more fun when you're rewatching when you the know victory. what's happening. Yeah. Right. But, man, I remember vividly one of the first times, one of the first times I had one of these incidents, I, I went to a party and the dude, it was a cowboy game. It was a cowboy playoff game. And we get there. I didn't yeah. want to go to the damn thing in the first place. We get there. We walk in. The, I, I look at the TV and it's paused. And it's like about time to start. And I'm like, wait a minute here. What? Where's the pregame? Well, we're waiting for people to get here. I'm like, uh, no. Fuck that. Turn off pause and let this thing run or I'm leaving. <laughs> I left. I went home, Wags. <laughs> I went Don't home. blame me, my guy. Yeah, back to Longhorn basketball. Uh, Got to get a little bit better on the boards. Um, yeah. Too many offensive boards last night for the uh, for the Bearcats. Mm -hmm. Um Again, uh, you did what you had to do, though, to get out of there. Um, I thought having that much distribution with your points, um, with, with so many Longhorns being able to contribute and get points that way, uh, did RT, you know, a fantastic a uh, fantastic job. Or, or it, I'm sure that's not what he kind of drew up to get everybody involved that way, but it helped, you know, be a huge benefit for helping his ball club uh, get, the vent, get the win last night. Yeah. Um, we're going to need to see more of the two-man game. I talked a little bit about that um, yesterday, too, right? I would like to see whether it be uh, Acemas and the Sioux get a little bit busy with the two-man game. That way they can, you know, work off some double teams in the paint and then, you know, kick it out to Acemas on the perimeter and hit some uh, open shots that way. Or if it's Hunter, you know, driving and getting to the getting to the cup and then drawing double teams off in the paint and then dishing off uh, to the Sioux or anybody that's down low. That A lot more of that stuff needs to happen, man traditional freelance basketball needs to happen more at the cup for the Longhorns instead of just going through a script, going through, um, you know, going through your, your, your offensive playbook or whatnot, and then waiting for the last, what, six or, yeah. or five seconds to actually get the ball to the cup, man. Yeah. Um, yeah. You got, I always said that basketball is like a canvas, right? Like it, it's like a, a painting, like a canvas painting, right? Like you have your you have your plays that you that you go off of to try and get you open and get you open looks, but you need to be a creative artist off of that canvas. You need to be able to uh, design your own painting, you know what I mean, yeah. or or draw your own painting. You got to be able to get a bucket your own way somehow, based off of the you know based off of the uh, the plays that you guys are running. So. I don't know. I, I've always felt like if you're too restricted to your plays, you're not going to be able to to get the buckets that you need going down the line. 
Yeah, I, I totally agree with that. And the whole thing is, I mean, I understand at the end of a ball game, like with Asimus at the end, I mean, you're trying to run this thing down. You don't want to give them a chance to draw up a play or whatever. But but when you watch these things where 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 you do run that shot clock down, it's like, man, I mean, you're you're limiting, I think, a lot of times what you can do when you try to run that thing all the way down. And it, um, I don't know, I, I totally agree with that right there. But um, here's the other thing talking about. Longhorn Bear talks about it right here. We were talking yesterday, about, and I was just mentioning there about the Big 12. Houston, they trailed that entire game. As a matter of fact, they were, they were getting whooped pretty good at one point in that because I had that game going on simultaneously. Man, I had a hell of a time finding the Longhorn game, by the way. On the Yeah, ESPN, ESPN2. Um, that's where I, I was finally able to find it. Oh, was it on there? I had, to go to, yeah, I had to go online. I had to go to ESPN Plus, I think, is where I found that. Or maybe, or hell, maybe yeah. that's what it was for me but you know all the espn's kind of roll right off there off of youtube tv so i was able to find it so yeah yeah so um but no that that that's definitely going to be the uh interesting thing right there i mean because it is it's going to be ever evolving what's going to happen with the big 12 and it's going to be a matter of of i mean i love what you said with the two dudes right there i mean it is going to be asmus and 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 double d it is going to be man I love that combination yesterday. I love that combination yesterday. Gonna and, it, more of it, it, and it was a great bounce back. It was a great bounce right. back. Uh, Baylor was in action last night against BYU. They got the win. Uh, we got Kansas in action tonight for some Big 12. Uh, be watching a little bit of Kansas tonight. Some NBA as well, man. Uh, you going to turn on the professional hoops? I indeed am. I am. But I do want to touch, touch. Here's one thing from the Coda text line, which we talk about right there, 222-9328. Looks like we've got a 512-949 number. Maybe BK called the number out, uh, the messages. I heard you, BK, called my name on your TSU show for the gift card. So it looks like we have a winner. $50 gift card winner, Moonshine. Moonshine. Don't they got to do it during the show, though? No, no, I think it's good because no, I know kidding. whoever won. I'm, I'm joking. Yeah. I'm joking. Oh, oh, sorry. Yes, you do have to do it during the show. Sorry. Wags and I are going. And and you and I can do a spoon thing together. No. No, we can't. <laughs> but we are going to be giving away a prize. Um, uh, As BK mentioned, uh, I do have a code for um, FIFA, soccer, or Madden as well. Um. It's not called FIFA anymore. It's called EAFC, but still, it's the same damn game. It's just a different title. Uh, anyway, different sponsor, so to speak. EA got rid of the FIFA because FIFA is more corrupt. You know what I mean? So, anyway, FIFA's always been corrupt. But, anyways, it's it's been a, uh, you know, a, I guess a divorce coming for a while now, so to speak. So, I don't know. It's still the same damn fun game, but we are giving away uh, a code for Madden or EFC, whichever. Yeah, FC24, correct. Thank you very much. Nice. Um, nice. So, yeah, Darryl, awesome, dude. If, uh, if you like the game, and it doesn't matter which platform you have, I will be able to get the code for you. If it's on Steam, uh, whether you play on PC, Steam, uh, or Xbox, or PlayStation, I'll be able to get you the code. Uh, it won't be a disc. It will actually be a digital code. That way we don't have to send stuff, and you don't have to wait for it to come in the mail. You'll be able to get it overnight. So it'll be that easy for you. Anyways, um, yeah. Um, we also got some sponsors we need to talk about real quick before we get into anything else. We do have Ashley of the Week coming up, Rodney. I was able to find that. So, I'm actually uh, yeah, you want to talk about our sponsors before we get a little bit too chaotic? I'm actually trying to send you something. Um, I'll see if I can do that uh, from a from a listener, from a listener from the Coda text line. I tell you, man, you know you got a good bit uh, when you get those folks checking in, and I'll tell you a good bit 
We so had three. We have three candidates already, and now we got more people sending it. That's that's what makes Ashley of the Week great. It's I'll when you, it's you like, guys contribute. It's, it's when like everybody does a collective favorite. contribution to this thing. Absolutely. We could ask a question of the week, and nobody would give a shit. No, nobody but would care. Athlete, like, of athlete of the week. Athlete of the week. We're all on board. It's been a tremendous right. hit so far, man. That's right. Covert Bee Cave, three state-of-the-art dealerships out there in beautiful bee caves. That's out in the hill country of Texas. Take the drive out on 71. The Covert family since 1971. Generations of folks that they have been providing new and pre-owned cars, trucks, SUVs. Hell, even before the, the days of SUVs. My dad bought a 1978 Chevrolet Monza from Covert um, a long time ago. <laughs> a long time ago. So uh, kind of hits home right there. Buicks, GMCs, Cadillacs, Chryslers, Dodge, Jeeps, and Rams. They have everything that you need right there. You can jump online at, at covertbcave.com. Check out their uh, specials every week. Weekly specials. Doesn't have to be a holiday. Um, they are going to have something um, right there for you. And you can also check them out on social media. There's always something that's going to happen right there. You need to go out there and see those folks. Go see Dan. Go see Stacy. Go see Mike. Go see my man, Mr. Washington. They're going to hook you up. Um, or like I said, go to covertbcave.com. Also, if you have those uh, service needs, 86 service bays in that state-of-the-art dealership, in and out the door, you're not going to be there all day long. They want to get you on with your life and get you on down the road uh, taking care of the service needs. It is covertbcave.com. Check them out online or stop by. And, of course, the Fords and the Chevrolets, you can get those uh, over in Hutto, out Highway 79, the Fords and the Lincolns, 183 Research Boulevard in Austin. It is the Covert family, covertbcave.com. Like I always say, nobody beats a Covert deal, not now. Sure as hell, not ever. Covertbcave.com. No, they don't. Audiovisual consultation, 512-255-8678, avconsultations.com. They have been setting the standard in audiovisual automation for the past 35 years, since 1988, in the Austin Central Texas area. Whether you want two flat screen TVs like I got or four uh, TVs like BK has, um, maybe you want your own dream theater system like I have downstairs, uh, you can do that with avconsultations.com. 512-255-8678. It's a perfect time of year right now to load up on all the audiovisual automation equipment that you need, whether it's the Sonos surround sound system or all your flat screen televisions, your 4K style. You need to get it right now because you got NBA, you got NHL, you have NFL playoffs getting ready to kick off, man. It's it's the perfect time for live sports. And then if you want to watch, mm -hmm. you know, Below Deck or, you know, Real Housewives of Atlanta, Real Housewives of Bethesda, you can do that too, man. Anything's possible. The Witcher, fantastic show. You got to get that going as well with advconsultations.com. Audiovisualconsultations.com, 512-255-8678. That's advconsultations.com. All right, Good my gosh. Before we get into Ashley of the Week, we talked about the Giants a little bit yesterday, and we talked about, you know, what they need to do to kind of right the ship. You know, if there was going to be – I've always said, um, you know, I would I would love to have Rabel – you know, when we got off the, the air, Rabel was fired. I would love to have Rabel up, up as a coach for the New York Giants. People are saying, well, well what about Dave? You know, Dave's a fantastic coach. Dave was coach of the year. One, I don't even know how the hell Dave got coach of the year. Two, he just fired his – uh, his defense coordinator, so everything just seems to be working out right. Wink uh, Nightingale. I always call him Nightingale, but it's Martindale. Yeah. Wink, yeah. Wink Martindale uh, just got fired and released from the New York Giants as the defense coordinator. Um, the Giants, if you could give them any type of saving grace, maybe it was because of their defense this year. And that was, I mean, seriously, that was like the one shining moment is like at least the defense is, is somewhat formidable to where you can kind of 
build around it in yeah. better years. Like, and and I honestly thought we were kind of throwing a little bit and in, in kind of tanking just a little bit to get, to get a better pick. Um, but hell, I mean, you could argue that the past month and a half, the Giants' defense have made tremendous strides. And I, I was never really a huge fan of Wink in the in the first place, but it looked like what he was trying to put together was actually starting to work. Now you fire him, you got to take a couple of steps back, bringing in a new new defense, new defensive coordinator, all because you can't get your shit together up front. So, Dable, um, it, it seemed to work well for you as an offense coordinator in Buffalo, but you still got to right the ship a little bit more in order to work things out for the Giants. Otherwise, you're just going to be the laughing stock of the NFC East. Um, even the Commanders, the Commanders will probably have a better record next year than you will. Um, I thought that I honestly thought the Commanders were going to have the better record this year. They probably would have if they didn't do uh, what the Giants just did in the postseason. You know, during the regular yeah. season, they got rid of Del Rio, they got rid of uh, Young, they got rid of Sweat. I mean, they basically just went wholesale on their defense and blamed everybody but um, Rivera. And now at the end of the year, they finally give the ax to Rivera and say, oh, it was it was you the entire time, buddy. It was all of you course. the entire time. Uh, well, I, I think it's, uh, I mean, seriously, Wags, for the Giants, I mean, the, this is going to be a huge offseason because like you're talking about, I mean, yeah, I know Philadelphia has some issues right now going into the playoffs. Uh, they may be one and done. I mean, they may get knocked out. But Do they lose? Do they lose to Tampa? I have a feeling they might lose to Tampa Bay, dude. They just, uh, I mean, they're backsliding. I know I said that yesterday, but I'm I, that, that bothered me after I said it. I was like, man, there's no, there's well, no way that Philly really loses to Baker, is there? It, it, it seems like there's it's a lot of dis, It seems like there's discontent in the locker room, which that's always going to be a problem because that's where you start get the finger pointing that, that that's going to go around right there. But but or, when you look, but is it, but is the discontent in the locker room just enough to galvanize the team right when it really needs it? Well. I thought that would have happened by now. I thought that right. would have happened right. uh, this past Sunday because I thought that, seriously, they were going to go in and, and pretty much dismantle the Giants. I mean, because you want to go in with that momentum, but now you're going to Tampa Bay. They only lost by five the last time they played the Giants on Christmas. So. Yeah, man. That's that's where I, I thought that would have happened. But, but back to your Giants point, I, I mean, dude, it's imperative for your team because, I mean, I don't know what's going to happen with the Cowboys because I truly think for the Cowboys, it's NFC championship or bust. Um, but I don't think you're going to go in there and start taking this thing apart for the Cowboys if you get beat in the divisional round. You're still going to have a lot of pieces in place. They're still going to be good. They're still going to be the divisional champions, whatever. Uh, Philadelphia, like we talked about, I think they need to go in there and retool, maybe reset stuff. And and but 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 they're not going anywhere. Like you talked about with the commanders, man, they are going in and they've got the wrecking ball on that shit. I mean, you talk about Rivera being gone. They are rebuilding that entire thing. You've got a yeah. new ownership group in there. that They are revamping this whole thing. They are wiping everything clean and they're going back in new. Where the Giants, it does seem to me, to where they're still, you know, Saquon Barkley. What's going to happen with that? What's he's he's, he's probably gone. He's well, probably gone. Yeah, yeah. And he's, um, he's and he's gonna go star somewhere else. That's the shitty part for the Giants. That's, that's what sucks. Yeah, you know, but, you, know it, you know it's definitely gonna happen. Yeah, um, yeah. I can see Vrabel. I mean, we talked about scenarios yesterday with, with uh, Belichick. Um, if Belichick is out in New England, maybe Vrabel to New England just because Kraft knows the product so well. Um, this I this saw, seems. I saw Rob just post something. You know, Vrabel yeah. to Philly. I don't. I don't know. No. I don't know if if Philly is going to, uh, you know, make a knee jerk decision to get rid of everybody that's that's going down. To, you know that. 
I don't. I don't know if Philly's going to get rid of their organization. I don't think they're, Philly's. They're not firing that coach. They're, no. they're not going to um, fire him. I mean, he he's he he's got to fuck up another year. Smith. I don't know where Smith lands. Uh, nowhere. <laughs> um, maybe a coordinator job. Look, Wags. I know a lot of folks talk about conspiracy theories and all this stuff, but but yesterday when I see when I see Vrabel getting getting relieved of his his duties there with the Titans, it's like, come on, this is all way too convenient with the questions coming up with with the Patriots. What's going to happen with Bill? What's Robert Kraft going to do? I mean, to me, it's just like, come on, man. This it's, this seems like a no brainer to me that Vrabel's going to go to the fucking Patriots. Yeah, I, I was. I mean, I was shocked that Vrabel got let go. I mean, two losing seasons, but before that. Yeah, uh, they you know they had winning seasons and making runs to the playoffs. So or yeah. hell, they were even contending for the Super Bowl at one point. And you could argue that he was doing that with a very mediocre roster. Um, yeah. I would say. I mean, I think I think AJ Brown might have been on that team at the time, but after that, AJ Brown was was traded and and you know moved to Philly, and we've seen that type of uh, I guess the type of fallout in Tennessee since I, I, I hell you know I, I don't know if they're trying to rebuild or not is Sirianni on the hot seat I don't Why think so he, he shouldn't be and, and I've seen that a lot in the last couple of days I, I don't think he should be I mean honestly I think Mike McCarthy may be on the hot seat more than Nick Sirianni I was say, like, like Philly's been winning man Philly's been yeah. doing fantastic yeah, I don't know I how mean, Sirianni's on the on the hot seat if he they got just a little bit of trouble in the locker room maybe you gotta yeah. fix that shit but I don't know why he would be on the move or if people would be trying to bring uh, Rabel in over Sirianni. Now, I mean, as a Giants fan, I would tell you right now, I would take Dable out any day and bring in Rabel. So, yeah. Um, give me that. No. I, I, if Sirianni is on the hot seat, it's a damn shame. Um, you, you you need to lower the standards a little bit. It'd be. I mean, look at look at their opponent in the Super Bowl last year. They're they're kind of backpedaling also, so I mean I, I still wonder the whole thing with Rabel. I, I mean, and I do agree with BK that maybe maybe he went in that meeting with the Adams family and and met the Adams family. Maybe he went in there, met with that uh, nice lady, and said, "Shut up, bitch." <laughs> to get fired because I don't I don't get it. Shut up, I don't bitch. Get it. God, that's when wrestling was great, man. Oh, um, man wasn't that great? Three uh, Ali and Bodes Philly. Ooh, what? Oh, embodies. Okay, sorry, I don't have my glasses on. Yeah, one hundred. He, um, when I look He's at an Sirianni, asshole, I, I see like somebody that's getting a damn uh, a Philly cheesesteak right off the damn corner, uh, at at the corner store, man. When I look at Sirianni, man, or, or he he looks like he belongs on, you know, always sunny. He he, yeah. he just does. Uh, he, yeah. he he does fit the mold. He does embody the the Philly mantra. That's for sure. Um, I, that's dude. So I just saw something flash Belichick, you know, could Belichick be a defense coordinator to, uh, to the New York giants? Sal, um, I would, I would love that. Um, but that's not going to happen. Bill Belichick is not taking a step back. Um, no, it would be tremendous for, you know, it to go full circle and have him go back to his roots and end as the default or was that Cleveland? Did he start at Cleveland before, New York, man, I heard I heard the as idea, coach, and then to New York as a linebackers mm -hmm. coach, defense quarter. I can't remember. I I can't remember I, if he was in Cleveland before New York and then back to Cleveland. Oh, I I, got, I, I heard I heard the idea this morning, Wags, about depending on what happens with Bill. And, and seriously, I, I think with the Vrabel thing, 
the writing's on the wall. There's going to be a divorce right there. We'll get something within a week and a half to where it's amicable, to where Bob Kraft, oh, what a great run we've had, all the Super Bowls. and That's going to happen. And Vrabel is going to be the coach of the Patriots, in my oh, opinion. Oh, yeah. No, Rob, I, I know Parcells was on, or excuse me, oh, uh, yeah. Belichick was on Parcells' yeah. uh, Giants teams. He was a, he was a defense coordinator and, and linebacking coach. But I thought he was actually, as a positions coach, in Cleveland before he arrived in the 80s to the New York Giants. And then he yeah. went back to the Cleveland Browns. That's what I thought happened. But if, if his first professional gig was uh, was with the New York Giants, and that does make sense, too. I just thought it was Cleveland first for a small little positions uh, coaching job and then over as the linebacking coach and then defense coordinator for the New York Giants. Yeah, I, I remember Bill Belichick as the defense coordinator oh, yeah. for the Giants. And, and I know that Robert Sala is supposed to be back with the Jets. But, I mean, seriously, if if you get the wild card, if Belichick is available, can you imagine Big Bill and Aaron Rodgers? By the way, Aaron Rodgers, calm down. God dang it. You don't have what's, to be what's Aaron, see, I'm, I'm, Again, I'm not in social media, man. I'm not. What, what the hell's wrong with Aaron Rodgers? What's he doing now? He was on uh, Pat McAfee's show with the whole Talking Jimmy about Kimmel. Jimmy Kimmel again? Yes, it was yesterday. We don't was he really? Know. He was talking about Jimmy yes. Kimmel? Yes. Talking about vaccinations talking Let's just about let him fight. can we just have him fight and get the hell out of there just he says he's done but he keeps piling on um celebrity but, death match let's make it happen let's bring it back yeah it's like dude shut the fuck up i mean it, it, it's not Aaron Rod- like i'm with team rogers here i, um, I mean if, I, don't, if, I don't care well, first about off, i don't want to make any speculations was jimmy kimmel on the list i, I he says he wasn't and, and i don't care who's on of the course list. anybody's gonna say i mean hell you know Santa Claus is going to say that he wasn't I mean, on the list, Rodney. Aaron, Aaron Rodgers has burned my team so many times, and when he just gets going on and on and on and wants to talk about shit, here's what I want to say. Shut up, bitch! Look, leave leave your personal things out of factual shit. Like, if, if Aaron Rodgers is making a claim about something factual, then you can't get down on Aaron Rodgers for stating the facts. But if he's throwing out some bullshit, then, yeah, you kind of got to walk it back, but... Wow, and that's you know, it's like it, it, this whole this all goes back to wags. I don't, man. I watch sports to escape all that shit, to escape reality, no, you know. You. And it's like you know, kind of feeds itself over. I mean, it's just a whole mess. So you're not but, an Aaron Rodgers fan. I've never liked. You're the, the one guy. that brought it up on Pat Mag. You were the one that asked me about it, so that's why I, I asked the question and wanted to you know elaborate on it a little bit. Is it time for Ashley of the week? I'm sorry if I got you in a bad mood. Is it time? No, for it's Ashley all right. Hey, here's something. No, I'm I'm fine, dude. I'm good. I got my Holly Pop. You know, if I get a little down, hmm. vintage cola, my friend. Vintage. There you cola. go, right there. Hey, from from the Coda text line two 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 nine three two eight. Um. This is weird. Uh, from a 512468 number, this is to BK. This is to our man BK. Do you have a brother named Nate who is a pastor in Waco? Y'all sound and look very similar. Our man I'm gonna, BK. I'm going to answer this for BK. That's a no. He does not have a brother in Waco that is a pastor. Um, that's a yeah. solid no on that. That's a rock solid <laughs> no. Anyway. Yeah. no uh, All right, it's I, time for Athlete of the Week. Uh, we were going to honor this athlete, this athlete last week, uh, but I couldn't pull it up for some reason. Um, I know we had, we've had a few in the, in the shoot here and on deck to come out for a while. So we're just, we're only going to give you one today. Um, and the candidate that you gave Rodney will, will roll out next week. We'll just continue to get on the list because we're starting to build a really good, really good list here. Okay. So this athlete 
comes from the arena of gymnasts, okay? She is a gymnast. A flipper. Olivia Dune is her name, and she's really good on the horizontal beam. Is that, is that what we that call what it? That's, called? that's what that's called, right? The horizontal I've, beam? I've called it that before, yeah. Right? Yeah. She's yeah. fantastic. Straight um, out. Uh, we'll, we'll be, uh, I don't know if she will be competing for Team USA or not, um, but she gets the judges score of around 9.3. So yeah. there we go. Yeah. As, athlete of the week, Olivia Dune, right there. Yeah. That that right there, to straddle that thing like that. I mean, that wags, that looks painful. Um, um, I can I can do a split like that. Wait, what? Or a straddle like that, but I don't know if I could balance it out on a beam. Okay, we have to have this. You need to do this live on Chaos Theory. We need to see you do that live on Chaos Theory. I can put my my leg over my head. Oh, like I don't know if I can. <laughs> like, I mean, I'm, I'm I'm a little bit I'm I'm limber I'm ginger, you yeah. know what I mean? I can I can flip it around. I can flex it out a little bit, man. When, when I stretch, I, I can pull my foot up to to my nose or or whatever. The, the, that, that's about all that I have left nowadays. But uh, I can yeah, do some backflips off the diving board and whatnot. Yeah. I can uh. You know, go down the damn mountain on a snowboard and you know hit a jump and do a little, do a couple of twists and do a nice little a nose tail and uh, you know uh, do a little tailfish or stalefish, whatever you want to call it, man. Get a little tricky with it. Cool borders three, throw yeah, it man. down, throw it up. What's going on? <laughs> uh, balance beam. Longhorn bear says that is what it's beam. called. A that's that what is, they call it is it. called a balance beam, man. We will have athlete of the week next week as well. Um, do have we got a gymnast? Uh, that we haven't been able to show yet. I still need to get the approval on that because if you go down the rabbit hole on this gymnast, you won't come out for a long time. Um, very talented gymnast. I just don't... I know this is raw. I just don't know if it's appropriate for raw. Mm. It, you know, it, it def, it's a clear distraction uh, to the show. That's for sure. Unfiltered, yeah. No. It is an unfiltered distraction to the show. Um and, and it's not, um, we're not doing just for nudity here. I mean, it is legit gymnastics. It's fantastic. Uh, just, I can't hold that stance or pose for a minute long like this gymnast does. So I'm going to see if I can get, I know you're intrigued. I'm going to see if I can get it approved. So, yeah. yeah, that, <laughs> you guys, uh, yeah. You guys got it. But we also, we got some golf, uh, you know, some golf athletes in there as well. We got some tennis athletes, some more soccer athletes. But again, it helps when you guys, hand over your candidacy as well. So all the yeah. candidates that you guys come across, you know, from week in and week out, hit us up uh, on Twitter or hit us up on Instagram and let us know who you guys think should be heralded as athlete of the week. Uh, right. anything, we got about, you know, 10 minutes before we, you know, turn it over to um, it's only an hour. You got anything else you want to talk about, man? Uh, I'm curious uh, your thoughts. Um, I know with wild, super wild card weekend coming up, um, watching the forecast, you know, talking about the forecast around here, uh, Miami's heading to Kansas City to Arrowhead, and it's going to be like five. That, that right there. Uh, Miami, one and done. They're going to be able to, I mean, it, it's going to it's going to totally wipe out everything that they do. I mean, they're air raid. They're, they're quick. Uh, I mean, all of that. You're talking about speed, attractive. right? That's gone. We, we talk about speed, and we know that Miami has the fastest team, one of the fastest teams in the NFL. Going to be probably hard to do in the snow. Probably the fastest team. 
Yeah. That's neutralized oh, yeah. with that's neutralized with with snow and inclement weather. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It just is. Yeah. That's why we talk about how how imperative it is to be able to have a ground ground attack. Right? You need to be able to have you know a running back by committee or a, or a bell cow running back that's going to be able to take you or your team for at least 100 yards or 150 yards on the ground um, in, in the postseason, man. Like, the weather is just, it's too inconsistent and too, um, just too wild, you know, for lack of a better, for lack of better terms, in the postseason or in the later weathers uh, for, for you to rely on just nothing but aerial attacks and, mm-hmm. you know, uh, air arsenal. You got to be able to run the ball and get your ground, uh, get your ground game going. You don't have that. You're not going to have much success. And it looks like the Miami Dolphins might come up a little bit short going up against the Kansas City Chiefs in negative five degree weather. Dude, I, don't that think, is- like, I don't think the cold will slow the fish down so much, but it's de- like if there's if there's inclement weather there with snow and clearly like the wind, the wind is going to throw to his ball all over the place. That's that's just how it is, man. He's not exactly that accurate of a quarterback um, without you know, inclement weather when he's in perfect conditions, uh, he still tends to throw into bad coverage and in tight coverages, tight windows. We'll see how that is affected with just crazy, hellacious winds in Arrowhead in Arrowhead uh, Arrowhead Stadium. I think um, the, the winds may cause Tua's balls to shrivel right up in his sack. Is what's <laughs> going to happen? It's going to be that cold, dude. It. Um, I'm curious to see what happens there. I think that uh, Raheem Mostert is, is the key right here. I mean, how healthy is that? Dude? I don't. I don't think he's. I don't think he's playing. Um, mm-hmm. I think he's got too much of a knock. I think he's too banged up. Uh, Mostert. Mostert's got speed too, but Mostert's like the guy that usually gets the tough yardage yeah. inside the tackles and makes it makes the one cut back, and he's usually gone too. But that's what um, McDaniel's running offense kind of is, right? It's mm-hmm. it's go against the grain and make one cut up, one cut back against that second wave, and then you're usually gone, right? Um, there's not too many sweeps. There's not too many sweeps with the running backs out of the backfield that usually stretches the defense there. If you're going to get a sweep, it's usually going to be like an end around from Waddle or or Tyree Kill or something, just trying to get their athletes or their speed the ball. Uh, yeah, usually. You know whether it's it's Mostert or A Chain, the running the running designs are still kind of the same. You know, despite the running back personnel that's in there. So um, again, I th- I think A Chain's fantastic, but he's not the ground and pound that Mostert is, or doesn't give you the tough yards that Mostert gives you. Uh, but the flip side of that, you got tons of speed. So um, will that speed be utilized, or will that speed be neutralized rather with all the inclement weather that we could possibly see from? Uh, from Arrowhead, so mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It'll be a good matchup. But it sucks if it is going to be like that because I don't want to give the Miami Dolphins any reason to sit there and say, "Ah, oh, well, you know, inclement weather." You know, if you, if you got us in Miami, we would have beat you. I hate that stuff, man. I hate all yeah. the hypotheticals, man. Go out there, throw it down. You know, if if that's what you got to do, live by your identity and, th- and try and throw it down. You know, the damn Chiefs' throat and. So be it, man. But yeah. I don't think that's going to happen with negative five degree weather, Rodney. Yeah, I hate all that if thing. You know, if my aunt had balls, she'd be my uncle. Come on, give me a break. It's like when when you start that, all of that. I mean, I don't even know if that's the, the deal these days anymore. Yeah, no. Uh, oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, I don't, I don't even know. 
I'll tell you one that I'm looking forward to. I think Sunday, uh, the the noon game there with Pittsburgh and, and Buffalo. Um, I think that's one that, 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 I mean, Pittsburgh found their, they will their way into the playoffs here and, and, and they found their way to get into the wild card round. Buffalo obviously winning the East and, and hosting this, this game right here. Uh, I think this could be maybe of all of them, all of them, maybe this could be the down and dirty football game where, where you have some true jabs that are exchanged or whatever you want to talk about right there. Uh, I mean, to me, the, the the Sunday night game with the Rams and the Lions, um, I think that's one as well that that could be pretty cool. Um, a lot of the other ones, like we talk about that whole weather thing with the Dolphins and the Chiefs, that really changes all of that. Buccaneers, Eagles, um, like we said, I've, I've, I've kind of thrown the white flag on the Eagles. Uh, maybe they proved me wrong. I don't know. That's on Monday night too, man. We got mm-hmm. still got a little bit of time to talk about that one. Um, yeah. No, we got a little bit of time to talk about all these games. Oh, yeah. The, I think the sexiest matchup on the slate for me is probably going to be, I mean, I'm, just, I'm not just saying this to placate to the Cowboys fan base here, man, but the Packers and Cowboys, uh, just because, you know, with the narrative of McCarthy coming from Green Bay and yeah. uh, you know McCarthy and the Rodgers combination being able to to kind of end you know promising years for the Dallas Cowboys. Well, now you got McCarthy on your sidelines and no Aaron Rodgers on Green Bay. So, mm-hmm. um, Love and Company, I don't think they'll be able to get it done. Like I know a lot of people were joking last week about how the Cow are well, Cowboys are gonna you know, host a damn playoff game and they'll be eliminated after the first round. Well, I don't think it's going to happen, man. I, I don't think Green Bay's got it. I mean, I think I, I think Chicago is just as good as Green Bay. Honestly, I, I do. I just think Green Bay was fortunate enough to, mm-hmm. you know, to come away with some of the, you know, the little um, one point or I, I guess, you know, inside 10 points, you know, small margin victories. They were able to get that a little bit better than, than Chicago. And honestly, you know, Chicago – is it looks like we we talked about it a little bit you know in the beginning of the week it looks like they're starting to come alive to the scenario that maybe Caleb Williams isn't exactly going to be their number one I see another mocks come out now to where that has it does have Marvin Harrison going as their first round pick and then um, another defensive back mm-hmm. or their second position or their second pick instead of a an offensive tackle which uh, you know I disagree with um if if alt's there I think you got to take alt. Uh, fast, uh, Fashionu, I think Fashionu is a, you know, a, a fantastic tackle from Penn State as well. I think you got to make a move on him if he's there. Um, but there's some really decent offensive tackles here for the Chicago Bears to take. But as you're starting to see a little bit more mock drafts unfold, Caleb Williams is now slated to go to the Washington Commanders. Mm-hmm. Or at least that's just a few mocks that I've seen so far. Um, which brings me the question to go, you, you, had Washington taken a quarterback I did not I thought that they would be okay with Sam Howe but let's remember you know coach Rivera exit stage right new coach is going to come in he's going to want his guy anyways and you know Sam Howe might not be a lot of people's guy well I think what's going to be curious to see now is we see that Chicago will be retaining their head coach and that's something that we kind of talked about to where it's like, look, whatever Chicago is going to do, this should be the first cog in the wheel for for them to figure out what the fuck they're going to do with their coaching staff because or their GM and all of that. OC is gone. So so here we go. We know that the coach is going to be coming back. We should have some kind of resolution on what to do with Justin Fields at this point, which I, I think they should keep him. I, I seriously think they should keep him. So we start to see all of that fall into motion a little bit more. Um, with Washington, like we talked about Wags, I mean, it, it is. It's, it's a complete overhaul that's going to happen right there. Do they go Caleb Williams? Do they go to somebody else? I mean, what 
I mean, the, the first, I, I'm curious to see if we get folks trading up or trading down as to what's going to happen. Oh, that'll right happen. Here. Oh yeah, yeah. That, yeah, that's, that's going to get sexy on draft day. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. But or, or hell, maybe, maybe even before draft day. I'm well, curious. To, I I want to know who would be in the buying scheme to get up there to go get Caleb Williams. I, I mean, hell, even if it's you know, even if it's at two or one, like mm-hmm. if you're the Bears at one, yep. and someone someone presents you with, hey, I would like to move up, you know, a couple of spots. To, to take your to take Carolina's overall pick. Do you do that? Do you acquiesce? Do you entertain that? And if you do, you're probably you're going to get a lot of return on that dra- on that pick, right? But you're also going to lose Marvin Harrison. Mm-hmm. Essentially, like you're you're not going to be able to get Marvin Harrison. There's no way that Marvin Harrison is going to be able to drop down to the nine or to the ten, wherever you're going to end up to get your your original pick from the Bears. I I don't know if uh, if the return that you get from trading away that number one overall gets you back into the first round within the top five with the first, you know, overall five selections. If that's the case, you might still have a shot at Marvin Harrison Jr. I doubt it, though. I got Marvin Harrison going one, th- if not one with the Bears, then probably three at the to the Cardinals at the latest to, yeah. to the Cardinals. Right. And that's where like with the Cardinals, I mean, there's a need right there as well. I mean, they need him. And, and I think that's where if you're the bears and you're going to go with Justin Fields, I mean, keep that pick and go with Harrison because that, that, that's the need that you need to fill. You've got the, the commander sitting there at number two. I don't know if they're going to go with a quarterback. I, I don't know what they would do. I, I think they should. Um, I like Sam Howell. I, I just don't think that he, I think Sam Howe can Sam Howe can sling it. He's a gunslinger. We know that, right? With the right coach and right tutelage, yep. you get those interceptions down a little bit and a little bit more um, conservative there, and and being able to take care of the football. I think Sam Howe is going to be one hell of a quarterback in the NFL. Yeah, uh, gunslinger what, for sure. You know he's a gunslinger, and he ain't afraid to, to let it ride. That's let right. It that's right. Uh, so I, I think what we could see. I mean, I, I think maybe we see one and two flip flop because but the whole thing is the whole thing is with Marvin Harrison. The commanders need a receiver too, so that, that that's would, would the one really and two actually here. flip though. I mean, if you, if you're that point, I think you just if you're the Bears, you just say, hey, we'll just you agree to not take, take yeah whoever yeah yeah, and and then this is where you have I mean, there's the Patriots sitting there. That's why they need to figure out as well what they're going to do next. I mean, what the path is moving forward right there. Um, right, because if you don't have your your head coach figured out, then right. you don't really know the you know the that's avenue right. of approach that you want to go and and try and read. Because that's what this is to rebuild this thing. So, yeah, uh, you got to get, you got to, you figure you got to get a quarterback. Mac Jones just ain't the guy. Need Bailey Zappi. I know everybody. You know, he he's a fan favorite. You know, he had tremendous success or he had some decent success last year. Um, but he's not the guy either. No. No, I'm sorry. Like I know people want to make journeyman. You know, one hell of a story and give that narrative. You know, some some life. But he he Mac nor Bailey is are the guys in New England. You got to go away from from there and, and find the find your quarterback. Um I don't think Caleb Williams will will drop far enough to get down to the Patriots. I could see Penix Jr. going to the Patriots. Um I could also see a Bo Nix going to the Patriots as well. Mm, I, I like that fit better. Um I, I kind of see Penix maybe in the middle of the round. I still have that warm fuzzy about Seattle kind of keeping it right there, uh, staying in the mix. Your Giants are another that are very interesting to me. What happens there? God, I hope you don't keep Daniel Jones. I hope well, that that's. I mean, not- you're, we will. We no one's no one's taking that 160 million dollar tag, Rodney. They're, they're just well, not. but then uh, I mean, if Saquon Barkley is going to move on, 
you got two holes to fill on the offensive side right there. So so for the Giants, that's where maybe the Giants become a player in this. Where are the Giants at? Six, seven, six, I think. Six. In, in, um, they'll, yeah, they'll, they'll be picking at six. They'll be picking at six. So so maybe the Giants move up. Um, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's six. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're, they're they're picking six. There were four so, for a while, but then they went on. They they won, you know, the, two weeks ago and, and mm-hmm. last week. So they kind of screwed themselves. Well, and then and then the other thing. I mean, the Titans are right behind the Giants, looking at the draft order right here. What are they going to do at quarterback? Is Will Levis going to be their guy? Um, we heard the emotional Derrick Henry. Thank you, thank you. He's shagging ass. Is Will Levis their guy? Are they are they happy? If you're if you're a Titans fan, are you? I don't Satisfied know, with what you saw from Will Levis, you've seen the tenacity. You know that he can take a hit, and you know that he's a winner, or he, you know, he will do his damnedest to go out there and and put all the energy, uh, or at least you know, try and get all the energy up for his team to go get that win. He seems to say the right things and act like a winning quarterback. I, I mean, it's year one. I can't be that critical of him in year one. I'd, I'd like to see this kind of roll out and see the Will Levis experiment actually go into fruition um you can argue that he doesn't have you know the right amount of toys around him if you're taking one of the best toy chests away from him with derrick henry if you're going to allow him to walk how do you supplement that not exactly the best scenario for will levis or any quarterback that you might want to go to if it's not will levis and wags that's another reason why i don't understand why do you fire the coach um hey there's the owner for Tennessee, she seems like she has it all figured out. So she she knows a lot more than me. I'm just sitting in here, you know, at my house playing, you know, Wednesday morning. Play. I don't know. I know it's it's, it's got to it, it's got to be it's got to be. He went in and said, "Shut up, bitch." Maybe, maybe man. <laughs> Will Levis eats bananas whole. Is that true? What he eats them? He doesn't even peel them. I got a I got a buddy that does that with oranges. Doesn't even peel the orange peel off of it just eats the entire orange with with the rind and everything man and i hope they're not wow. all green i don't those green wow. ones I mean, like you, you know what i'm talking about like how you peel the skin off the orange right yeah this dude, oh, yeah. Eats, this dude just eats the damn skin i mean i'll rip the skin off with my teeth nah, bro he he takes a bite the skin goes down the orange goes down everything man he eats the seeds he eat, he just eats it all oh, dude God, crazy. That, that, that i mean we talk we talk about getting the shits on here a lot. Is that good for your intestines? I would imagine. Wouldn't, wouldn't, wouldn't that clog up some shit? I don't know. I'm a, I would. I mean, it's got a lot of acidics in there. I would imagine it breaks stuff down, Rodney. Maybe. I'm not trying to get all biological, but bi- biological. Right. <laughs> I'm not trying to be biology man or anything like that. But uh, we do we do English on this show from time to time. We do That's it right. all right. We do it. Right. We do it pretty good. Hell, we you're are not, the guys that you find at the end of your bar having a conversation. That is that's wags that's, and, and double R to a T. That that's that is sure. what the show is. And and I get Levis likes mayonnaise in his coffee. Give me a break. Come on, man. That that's disgusting. You guys, now you're making shit up. CB, that's not true. I've heard it twice. Look, right. Oh my no. what? Oh, are you fucking kidding me? Come on, man. Um man, I think you'd get your ass kicked for doing something like that where I'm from. I really do. Like, if you put mayonnaise in your coffee, I don't think uh, I've I've heard I've heard of mayonnaise on on uh, on French fries and stuff like that. Like what the French do, you know, putting mayonnaise on their French fries and stuff like that. But mayonnaise in your coffee, Wags, 
this day and time, I am I am very reluctant. I don't even know what culture. I don't even know what culture is that from. Um, is that that's not a southern thing, right? Because Will Levin's from Kentucky. I don't know. It's it's like this day and time when I go anywhere. If I'm going out to eat, I am very reluctant to ask for mayonnaise these days because you just never know exactly what you're getting at home. Sure, I'll have some mayonnaise because I'm applying it. But like, no, no, else, but I'm still, like, I, I can't. I'm, I'm sorry, guys. I can't get past mayonnaise with coffee. Like, is that a, that's a real thing? I ain't putting that shit on my coffee. Where the too. hell does that? Where does that? Where's the origin of mayonnaise in coffee come from? Fazzy Wazzy ninety three. My cousin puts mayo. Well, I guess maybe I can understand that a little bit. No, no mayonnaise and coffee. That I guess it dissolves itself because it's thick, right? I mean, you you don't have runny mayonnaise unless it's fucking expired. So, so you'd lay it in there thick and let it dissolve like like a sugar cube. Is that the fucking way that happens? Uh, look, usually I'm usually I'm I'm all about you know trying something. I'll I'll try anything. Uh, I can't get down with this. Like I saw like I saw Doritos Oreo Oreos yesterday. Like somebody in my at my work, you know, said, "Hey, would you try a Doritos Oreo?" I tried Doritos Oreo, but. I don't know if I would put mayonnaise. I don't know if I can get down with mayonnaise. I ain't doing it every day. I mean, yeah, I'll, I'll try Doritos Oreo. I mean, I'll give that a whirl. But putting mayonnaise in your coffee? Uh-uh. No. I put fucking uh, Jeff, in Jordan, what's up, guys? Um, would you, man, uh, First of all, you guys coffee drinkers? Jordan, you better not put mayonnaise in your coffee, dude. I don't think Jordan puts <laughs> mayonnaise in his coffee, Rodney. I go, uh, not much of a coffee drinker, Wags. If I'm out and about, you know, I'll get the, the latte. But I got to go, like, with the alternative, like, the... Almond milk or the soy milk or something, because you know you've got the coffee's a natural laxative, and then you put the dairy on top of that. <laughs> yeah, it could be a rough morning. So legs as as horizontal. With, yeah, as long as I go with like something, you know, on, on the good side of the dairy, I'm good with the latte. <laughs> I'm more of a tea. I do. I even go soda in the morning or tea. I'm not a big, not a huge coffee guy. All right. Yeah, I'm I'm more of a soda guy in the morning myself as well. I know that I know that kind of gets a little bombastic side eye, but. I'll drink a soda. I'll I'll rip a Mountain Dew at three in the morning, man. Five in the morning, I'll rip open a Mountain Dew. Bro. I'm more of a Coke. Oh, Z- I'm more of a of a Coke Zero. Uh, you know, about eight a.m. with a, a breakfast sandwich kind of thing. Oh yeah, you do you, Wags. Yep. Oh yeah, man. Mountain Dew, man. Give me the give me my liquid crack, dude. I need it. Um, but <laughs> Watch no, out man. for that yellow five, man. Watch out for that yellow five. Give me going. You wonder why I can hardly get a damn sentence out half the time? It's because I can hardly you know get my brain wired right because of all the damn Mountain Dew up there. But no, man, he's in fucking Dew. coffee, man. I just gross, gross. Leave me out of it. You know what? Anyways, no, you, you know guys what? have a great day. I gotta get out of here, man. Yeah. Deuces, man. Happy uh, Happy Wednesday, man. Happy Hump Day. See you, Wags. Rodney, I think Will Levis was just doing a bit. Yeah. Because what are we still talking about? Oh, Will Levis puts mayonnaise in his coffee. Yeah. He was yeah. going for that Duke's Mayo uh, NIL deal. Which I don't know yeah. if he got it. Yeah, got to be. Got to be. That, that's exactly what it is. Because that, that's disgusting. Double R, I know you got stuff okay. going on today, man. But uh, thanks for holding it down. And thanks. For- you got it. Later.